Charles Barkley in a 1993 Nike commercial famously said, I'm not a role model. I'm not paid to be a role model. Just because I dunk a basketball doesn't mean I should raise your kids. Now, to me, that's not a controversial statement at all. Um, You shouldn't look to people that do a different job than you, but get paid a lot of money as a role model. Now, hear me out. I'm an athlete. I've been an athlete, I would say, my whole life. Maybe not into sports my whole life, but into working out, keeping in shape, etc. And as any person would naturally do, you want to emulate adults that are either achieving the goal that you wanted, doing the stuff that you want to do, achieve something great. But as I got older... I started understanding what he meant by, I'm not a role model, parents should be role models. Now, I want to put a disclaimer out there. I know not everybody's parents were good parents, or not everybody's parents were able to convey the message that they wanted, even if they didn't have the words to do it, they didn't show it in their actions. But... This is just a general statement, and I don't mean any specificity in your life, my life, or whatever. I'm just talking about something that I've noticed maybe for the past two or three years because we've been inside for most of it, right? Now, um, if you're a football fan, you know that Antonio Brown has been on a whirlwind of a career the past three or four years, starting with getting kicked off the Well, getting released from the Steelers, getting signed by the Raiders, and then going crazy, not doing anything, um, going to the cryo chamber and getting freezer burn on his foot or whatever. And then with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he lasted for a year, won a Super Bowl, and then kind of just left in that famous video of him taking his pads off and running across the end zone. Now, there's a lot of speculation on to where his mental health was or to where um, if he was going crazy because of hits, the CTE, everybody knows about that. And he has been a recipient of some pretty big hits. Um, Burfacet from the uh, Bengals used to crack him pretty good. Um, Now, it would be illegal to do that. And I still think he got fined or penalty for that, but... It would have been a much more severe penalty now than it was back then. But A.B. Antonio Brown, the football player, is still and will be one of the greatest receivers to play the game. Now, like I said, this is opinion, not fact. But if you just look at his stats, you, you don't even realize how good he was for six years. A good six-year chunk of his career where he was basically the best wide receiver that ever played now your whole career makeup may say something otherwise but if we if we just take a look at a specific point um you would want every kid to emulate that receiver for those six years you want the kid to run fast like randy moss you want the kid to have work ethic like jerry rice and So 
I, I came up with this topic because I'm like, yeah, why do we look at, you know, famous people as role models? Because um, most of the time, if we break it down to its simplest point, everybody's just kind of doing their job. It's just that being an actor, being an athlete, being a CEO, you just get paid a lot more than being a regular worker or like a counselor or a teacher, right? So why do we look at these people as if they are so much more different than us other than the fact that they have like a very specific skill or they work specifically hard to hone whatever it is that they want to do and become it. And why aren't we looking to parents more? Right? And I will say a lot of parents aren't at the point to where they can be such a role model or they just did not have the role model themselves, right? Sometimes you're a product of what you just saw growing up. Now, um, if you have parents that were born in like the 50s and 60s, um, I wouldn't say more often than not. But a lot of times I hear that somebody's dad wasn't around and their mom did all the the housework, which (laughs) in a lot of people's or in a lot of dudes' minds, it's probably a perfect world, right? You just work all day. You come home. Um, you say hi to everybody and everyone leaves you alone. That's literally the perfect world for most dudes because most dudes just want to work and provide. And then some of those weirdos want Lamborghinis and mansions. <laughs> but for the most part, that's the way that like a typical American family from the 20s to the 40s and then those parents growing up having kids in the 50s and 60s, that's kind of what you did, right? The man does all the work. And the woman does most of the housework or taking care of the children, which, in my opinion, is like the best way to run a household because that's just kind of um, male and female skill sets. Not necessarily, you know, like people like to call out misogyny or sexism, but, you know, I wouldn't want my dad to watch me and I wouldn't want my mom to go work in Iraq. It's like... That just kind of seems like normal in my mind because whenever my dad would come home and try to do chores and stuff, which was kind of funny, you know, I grew up with my mom more than my dad, obviously. So I know how to do all these things by proxy of helping out and seeing what was going on in my environment. So I understood that if you wanted to kind of be anything or do anything, you you might not be present for most of the time, right? Like my dad was in the military for 20 years and he was gone all the time, but he had insurance for life. He has a paycheck for life and it, you know, it qualified him for a lot of jobs that he could pursue after military service. You don't get there by being home all day. You know, you might now with these work from home jobs, just like I do, and I'm lucky that I have a work from home job. But when that wasn't available as a thing, like you worked 10, 12 hours a day and then you you go back, you leave when it's dark, you come back when it's dark and you do it again the next day. And 
When my dad retired from the military, he went straight to truck driving because that was a pay upgrade. And um, he got to do what he did or he enjoyed doing, which was driving heavy duty vehicles. He drove tanks for the the last half of his military career. And then he went right into semi-truck driving. Now, a lot of people think it's like, oh, that's insensitive. He didn't care about his family. Well, caring about your family and a paycheck and us starving or not being able to do stuff is a totally different thing. So this is just a long-winded way of saying that my parents gave me the necessary skills or necessary scenarios and thought processes to survive on my own. That I understood how to, and people might think this is wild, but not a lot of people know how to do the dishes, do the laundry, clean a house, try to be organized with your things, keeping in order, keeping all the bills paid on time, making sure dates are right, making sure appointments are checked in. A lot of people nowadays still live at home with their parents, and y'all are lucky because I was not doing that like a month after I graduated from high school, but a lot of people still have are under their parents' insurance, under their parents' phone plans. Um, parents still make your appointments for you. They still call the plumber when you need it. They call, do this and do that for you, and that's fine. Everyone needs help. I'm not saying that parents helping is a bad thing, but now you're 30. Now you're 35. Now you're thinking that you want a family and you don't have the skills to do it, right? So I I want to say maybe late 90s, early 2000s to 2010 that it became, and famous people and professional athletes were always idolized and role models, name it, they, they were that people for most communities, but I feel like with the advent of these new TV deals, streaming services, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all these alternative platforms to make money, a lot of these people idolized just making money or very unrealistic in their pursuit of making money, which would leave them to not have as many skills as a person who used their parents as a role model or just look to their household um, makeup and see the dynamics between their mom, dad, um, how their life went, how organizational skills were going on. And I know, again, I'm going to keep saying it and keep saying it, keep saying it. I know everyone has a different life, just making a general statement. And I know my life was odd too, because you know, I, in hindsight, I didn't want to be someone to rely on anybody to do anything, right? So I have a finance degree, but also whenever I was in high school, outside of helping my mom, I took the home ec class, I took the baby class, I took the preparation class, I took cooking, I took dance, I took a lot of things that were outside of my comfort and skill and tried to learn it on my own so that when I'm only making like $1,300 a month. I know how to manage my money. I know what to buy. 
I know how to get the most out of my situation so that now that um, I make a lot more money, I can have a truck that I pay monthly that gets only 13 miles a gallon and not look at the gas pump when I get it. Or I can have a mortgage and not think about how am I going to do this or who do I need to call if there's a concern um, do I reach out to my lender or do I reach out to my mortgage company? Who do I reach out to? A lot of things that I did outside of, you know, blaming others for my situation to make my actual current situation better for the long run. Because I saw how that dynamic worked in my house. And I didn't want to be, again, no nothing wrong for getting help, but I didn't want to be that person to where... I just have to rely on somebody else to get what I need done. I need to be able to rely on myself because I I always say this to my friends. At the end of the day, you need to be happy because you're the only one. They put you in your casket. They don't put you in there with memories. They don't put you in there with your friends. They don't put you in there with thoughts or anything else. They put you in there. And if you're comfortable with doing stuff on your own and being self-sufficient, whether whatever that means to you, as long as your life can keep going, at least in a positive trend for the rest of your life, you're doing all right. If someone comes along and helps you out and makes it even better, great. If that person stays in your life and creates a better outcome for both of you guys, even better. But a lot of people are sitting here idolizing rappers and trying to copy what they do. And sure, you sell drugs and then you might make a little bit of money and then you start getting on beats and you might get lucky and be one of those few people out of hundreds of thousands and thousands of people that gets a record deal right and then there goes another point to where since you never learned the skill of negotiation with a major contract or major contractor you didn't go and reach out to a lawyer, now you owe the record company for money that you thought was yours. And again, not to anybody's fault that goes about their life that way, but those are things that you don't get idolizing just famous people because a lot of times you don't hear their backstory. And if you don't take the time to go look and seek these backstories, then you never truly understand what it takes to get to that point. I just recently, you know, listened to Joe Rogan's podcast with Kamara Usman. I listened to the Pivot podcast with um, Michael Strahan. And there's been a bunch of other programs that I've listened to with, you know, people I would say I would look up to because of what they achieved. And listening to Michael Strahan's story, it's it's very similar to mine, Right. Uh, other than the encouragement from his parents in sports, but he saw a way out of their situation by becoming good at football. And his father would never use the word if, he would only use the word when. Now, a lot of people wouldn't understand what that means. I didn't understand what that meant until he explained it um, on the podcast, but I guess he said before the 2007 Super Bowl. So if you're not familiar, Michael Strahan plays played for the New York Giants, and they were facing Tom Brady and the 18 and 0, or I can't remember 19 and 0 
um, Patriots team, the only other team to go undefeated in the regular season since the Dolphins. The Dolphins finished the deal, though, and won the Super Bowl. Uh, and Eli Manning famously threw that pass at David Tyree, and the rest is history. But before the Super Bowl, he was eating breakfast with his dad, and he had realized, it took him that long into his career to realize that his dad did not say, if the Giants win the Super Bowl, he said, when you guys win the Super Bowl, you will do this and blah, 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 and this is will be this will be your future. And to some people, that might not mean a lot of things. That might just be wishful thinking. But those are the small things you learn by reading a backstory, talking to your parents, trying to understand things, talking to other people, getting out of your echo chamber and people that agree with you, and, you know, having a chat with somebody who disagrees with you and getting to a middle ground. As far as role models, we all look to the Tom Brady's, Tyree Kills, you know, George Kittle, Alex Smith, um, Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers, Nick Chubb. We see all of these famous football players, or, you know, like Lil Wayne, the uh, Baby, Future all these rappers, and we look at them as role models because we want to achieve the level of success that they had. And we want the money, uh, just being honest. Uh, that I think that's a big thing about having famous people as role models. But to me, I don't think we should have these famous people as role models. And as a parent or a person that has children... Or even if you're an aunt or uncle and you have nieces and nephews, I think it is your your job to influence children in the right way so that they can make their own decisions on what they want to see in role models. Because I think when I was growing up, I idolized Dion, Sean Taylor, Ed Reed, LaDainian Tomlinson, Barry Sanders... I had a lot of good people that I looked up to because of their work ethic, right? Except for Sean Taylor. I know he worked hard, but man, he I don't know. There's something about him at Miami, um, you know, rest in peace. But just about him in Miami, he was that guy, number 21. That's why I wore number 21. And then, I, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, you hate to do it. But but he went to the Redskins at the time, now the Commanders. Um, man, he was just that guy. And you can't help to love somebody that, you know, came from that struggle and made it to the league. But he unfortunately was getting robbed and, and got killed. So when you see that kind of success, you're just like, wow, it's he's still a person. He's still just a regular person. Like, to me, he's just another guy with a job. And if you don't look to somebody that's a part of your family or part of a close friend or somebody um, that can be objective with you, right? If you look up to Tom Brady, you just think life is good. Let me be good at football. Everything else will fall in its place. And you neglect to work on yourself. And 
You just think that this is the thing that you need to do to become a great person. Now, you got to be in the top 1% of 1% to even think about making it to the NFL. And then even that, you can get cut any day of the week. So for me, it's kind of hard to see, like, why did we idolize these people when they just are kind of doing their jobs and trying to survive like we are? And maybe it gives us hope. Maybe it gives us some thought that maybe one day we can achieve these things. And I always thought these things were always inside of you, but you needed to find the right person to bring it out of you. Now, my journey in this was very long and confusing because I was the kind of person that would just do the right thing, right? I was always nice. I was always kind. I went the extra mile to finish a a school assignment. I went the extra mile to get another workout in. And when I graduated from college as the first person in my family to graduate from college, I thought that I was supposed to get a better outcome. And lo and behold, I went around six, six years of really hard struggle mentally that oh man I achieved all these things I was good enough at football to get my college kind of paid for um I went the extra mile to be kind to everybody but nobody cared and that's where your regular life skills kick in I was making like $300 a week working at a grocery store, figuring out how to get my bills paid, figuring out how to get rent, figuring out how to talk to my landlord to allow me to pay rent a little bit differently than most people because I just couldn't afford it at one time. Like I was always in between the middle two weeks were how I paid rent. And I would have to save some, save half of my first paycheck, use the middle two to pay. And then hopefully my last paycheck, I could work some overtime so I could buy some more food to eat so I can train. And most kids now would just move back home and live with their parents. Again, not the worst idea, but if you're trying to become a self-sufficient person you're trying to learn about yourself sometimes you got to go through these things and my mom would always tell me she wished I would just ask to move back in because she said it was so hard to watch me struggle for those years but now that I've made it I'm glad that I never even thought about going back and a lot of people might think that's crazy and I got friends that still live at home or have like three or four roommates and they have um like better jobs than I did but you know sometimes you don't want that responsibility and I wouldn't say that responsibility is for everybody and just like it's not anybody's any famous person's responsibility to be a role model for your kids or for the future because at the end of the day they're just doing their jobs Right? They're not doing anything special. And us, as the new wave of adults, 
should be trying to talk to our children more, trying to become better role models for our actual communities. I, Of course, it's always a good thing when you have a hero. But I don't want Showtime <laughs> Deion Sanders telling all the kids to, to shine bright when they don't have the basic skills to even get to that point. Now, I feel like I got my point across here, but you never know. Someone can misconstrue this, you know. Role models are a great thing. Heroes are a great thing. Idolizing achievements can be a great thing. I just want you to remember your family, again, General statement, not a true black or white statement, but your family will always have your back. You guys are always the team. Uh, there's never, no one will love you more than your own family. So seek out their help. Apologize. Have that hard conversation. And you know, if you're, if you're a parent, be in your kids' lives. Understand that your struggle is not their struggle. Don't try to force upon the way you grew up to how they're growing up. Be better. Do better. Your legacy is not how much money you make or what you do in your career. Your legacy is how you leave this world and what kind of impact did you have in your community, your family, your child, or somebody you know that's real close to you. Thank you guys for listening to this, and I hope you get something from it, because it's up to us to make sure the next generation of our entire world is great. <laughs>